0: Hey girlies and welcome back to the pod. What's up? It's Carmen and this week we have a super fun episode. It's pretty much going to be like a sort of advice column. A little while back, I asked y'all to send in some of your questions, maybe stories so that you can get some advice because as most of you know, I get lots of DMs, lots of emails of people asking for advice. And I thought, why not just do one of these advice segments about a bunch of different topics every once in a while so that everybody can hear what I have to say and I don't just have to send like 10 people the same thing when they all have the same question, you know? So here we are. But yeah, we're going to be doing that. But before we get into all the advice, let's just do a best and worst of the week best of the week is that I started a really good book. Was this my best of the week last week? I don't remember, but I started this really good book called A Discovery of Witches, which also apparently is a show. So, if you don't like reading and like watching shows, watch it. I still kind of want to watch it, but pretty much it's about a witch who quote-unquote befriends a vampire who's also this like really sexy dude who has like um control issues or whatever it's kind of weird but also i'm obsessed with it and i will be reading all the books in the series also for everyone on video i do have a blanket on i promise i have a shirt on it's probably covering but i'm under a blanket because so (laughs) quick story time I was watching the Wild Till 9 podcast on YouTube just because they usually have a lot of guests or it's multiple people and when it's multiple people it's kind of hard for me to follow on audio so I just like to watch it you know and Lauren had a blanket and I was like oh my god that is such a good idea so here we are hers was like branded wild till 9 though mine is just this one I got for from one of my best friends <laughs> During my birthday in eighth grade. I don't know how old that would have made me, but however old I was in eighth grade, I got this. It's my favorite blanket all time. It's absolutely the best. But anyway, so my best of the week was that book. Highly recommend. I still haven't checked out the show, but I really want to, and I think because it's in a trilogy, so I'm thinking I'm going to read all three books and then watch the show. I don't know because i read the books do i still want to watch the show i mean maybe i did watch the shadow and bone show and i had read the six of crows series which was like kind of related but i didn't read the shadow anyway we'll we'll figure it out i guess i'll keep you guys posted i don't know if anyone cares but i posted something on my instagram stories the other day asking people what their favorite books were and i swear it was the most answered thing i've ever done on an instagram story I could scroll for like five minutes of all the submissions. It was insane. So I'm happy to know that you guys like to read too. I'm also thinking of doing like a summer book recommendations for like beachy reads, like romance books, like good books to read at the pool or at the beach. Just like fun, chill books you can read I don't really have. Something you have to pay that much attention to. Just something that's fun. So the worst of the week was something that pretty much took up my entire week for multiple hours and that was i had to go to this act prep camp okay it was four days six hours so oh i guess i did like 24 hours of act prep took three practice tests my score went up one point yeah so i don't know if i'm just bad at tests or it wasn't helpful but I am taking the ACT this Saturday which for you would have already passed but it's before Saturday so I'm taking the ACT on Saturday and I'm a little worried the only section I ever feel really good about is reading I can consistently get the same good score on that like 34 33 34 35 in that range everything else bad when I mean bad, I mean, like, bad. Um. So, we'll see how that goes. I'm trying to keep my hopes up. I really don't have to take the ACT again. And I know for the colleges I want to go to, it's kind of important to have at least a decent test score. But I'm trying. I'm really trying. And that's just been kind of mentally exhausting all this week. I really haven't been going on social media, and if I've been posting, it's all been very last minute. Like, yesterday, I posted a reel at 11 p.m. because I was like, oh, crap, I should probably do that, but just stuff like that. That's why it was so nice to have a good book, to not have to focus on stuff like that and just, like, stress about college stuff. I think I'm stressed because I haven't really done anything, but also... I don't know where to start. It's just the starting factor, if you get what I mean, you know. That was fun. I mean, this week hasn't been that bad. I've been told to not talk that much about the worst of the week because it's depressing to some people, which one person told me this, so now I'm going it with a group idea. I don't know. Let me know. One person told me that. But I think it's good to know that I don't have perfect weeks. Literally ever. I don't even know if I've. I haven't had like a good day, like a solid day in a hot set, which I mean is fine. That's fine. I'm just like stressed. I'm just constantly stressed and overwhelmed. But hey, it's fine. So sorry if I bring down your vibes, but I think it's good to know. I mean, personally, I like hearing about other people. It makes me feel better about myself. So if I make you feel better about yourself, then. Thumbs up to you, pop off. Anyway, so as I said earlier, we're doing a kind of advice column episode because I know I see these on all the bigger podcasts, like What We Said or Anything Goes with Emma Chamberlain, stuff like that. They have advice columns, and like that is such a good idea. And so this is me copying them because they're smart. And this goes well or if you guys like these types of episodes I was thinking of doing like monthly ones or every few months just so you guys can ask me the questions that I might not be able to answer in my dms or emails as in oh my god so I've been really bad at responding to people recently I have messages from over a week ago that I haven't responded to and it's not like I don't have the time. I mean, like, I kind of do, I guess. But at the same time, I don't. But it's just so overwhelming to me. And I don't feel mentally able to respond to these people. So if that's you who I haven't responded to in maybe a week, I'm getting to it. Uh, trying to mentally prepare myself. It's kind of a lot of work because I get a lot of messages try to respond to everybody unless someone just sends me hi you send me hi i'm not responding i say this all the time but people still do it but i don't know it's just been overwhelming i think i need a break from life which is good because i'm going to the grand canyon why can't i do dates this happens to me every week i can't do math or dates um Hmm. Maybe a week, a little over a week, I'm going to the Grand Canyon. And that'll just be good. A break from social media, a break from all that stuff. But don't worry, guys, because I will still have episodes for you all. So you'll still think I'm here, but I will actually be whitewater rafting on the Colorado River with people who, with my friends' entire family, with a friend who I haven't talked to in months, so that should be great, that should be very exciting, but yeah, I mean, you'll still see stuff from me on Instagram, and on podcasts, like actual episodes, so it won't be that different for y'all, just obviously not posting as much, anyway, I'm not going to go into the details, because no one cares, but don't forget to leave a review, subscribe, follow, do all the Things y'all already know. I say this two times in every episode, so make sure you do it. Also, if you're on YouTube, leave a thumbs up, subscribe. I think I already said that, but hey, make sure you do it. This week's episode is sponsored by Brouche. Brouche is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra gentle bristles, the Brouche redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist. A fresh, whole mouth clean every single day. Our listeners get 15% off their total purchase with code POD15. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code POD15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine now. So, let's just get into it. I swear... Sorry, something just fell in my room. I don't know what it was, but the past few days, things have just been falling. And I swear there's like a ghost in my room or a spirit. And I don't know how to get it out. I don't even know if I believe in ghosts, but things have just been falling constantly with me not touching them. It's made me a little anxious, I guess. Maybe I'm just being paranoid. I think I'm really paranoid at the moment, but for no reason. So, that's fun and exciting. But anyway, okay. I tried to group these stories together so that they'd kind of be related so we're not jumping around. So, I think the first section ones are kind of period related, of course, because everyone has questions about that. And then we have some about friends and boys and then some general advice, stuff about social media, all that fun, good stuff so if you're interested, keep listening and we'll just keep chugging along. I've wanted to try a menstrual club ever since I got my period about two years ago. I'm now 13. I'm not close to my mom so I was really so it was really uncomfortable bringing it up and I didn't know how she would react. I did I finally did a couple months ago and asked her if I could try one. I had been doing tons of research about them for a year and a half, and I'm sure I wanted to at least try it. It's really annoying to have to change a pad or tampon at school and I'm not really comfortable carrying a bag around. I know it's irrational, but I can't help it. Also, I go hiking and backpacking a lot and I wanted something that would not have to that I would not have to change as often and produce less waste to carry out when I was backpacking. It just seemed like it would make my life so much easier after I got o oh, Got over the learning curve of trying to use it. Anyway, I just asked my mom if I could try one and I didn't think to tell her all the reasons. She told me that she had tried one and couldn't get it out. I don't think she used it again after that. I still told her that I would like to try one and I don't remember what she said, but she didn't agree with me. The next time we went to the store to buy stuff, she got me tampons and pads. I'm frustrated because she didn't really think of letting me try one after it didn't work for her. I'm scared to bring it up again because I'm worried the same thing will happen. I just want her to understand that if it didn't work for her, that doesn't mean it won't work for me. What should I do? Uh, first of all, you sound very mature for a thirteen-year-old. So props to you because when I was thirteen, I was definitely not that mature. And I think it's awesome that you did a bunch of research. I know when I first got a cup, I did that. I it's like kind of fun to learn all about it you know um but I definitely think that it's fair to not want to use a pad or tampon because yeah you do have to carry around a bunch of stuff especially when you're traveling if you're going to the beach or something you don't want to have to bring a whole box of tampons or for me I know I keep referencing this but I'm going to the Grand Canyon and we have to, you can only bring a certain amount of stuff that weighs a certain amount and so, I'm glad I have a cup because I don't have to carry out all that stuff. But I totally get it, especially if you're an outdoorsy person. You don't want to be carrying around all the stuff, especially when you don't have that much room to put anything. And I think I know I've seen this all over TikTok. It might sound stupid, but I have seen it. It's where pretty much you're going to make this slideshow if you Because you seem like the person who would be able to do that. If you're doing all this research, it's not like you're lazy or whatever. But make a slideshow for your mom of all the reasons that you want to, like, try a menstrual cup and maybe some benefits of it. Like, you could talk about sustainability, how it would be easier to travel with, how you would save a lot of money, and just all those stuff. Make a PowerPoint and then show it to her. And I think when she sees all the reasons, it'll help. But also, if you, if your mom ends up sp- seeing that and she's like, oh my gosh, what? No. Then somehow, next time you find yourself with cash money, <laughs> this is a little sneaky, but it's like not like you're buying drugs or anything. Just. Oh wait, I just remembered 13 year olds can't drive. Crap. Hmm. Never mind. That just goes away with my whole plan. I was just gonna say go to a store and just get it with some money. Or if you oh, best idea. So if you're comfortable talking about periods with your dad, I know I am, but my dad's also a doctor, so we have a lot of talks about Body parts, stuff like that, but ask your dad to take you, and your dad won't ask questions because, like most guys, they don't really want to know all the details. Just tell him you need to go to the store to get supplies. Tell him how much money you need and go into Target or something, and grab yourself a salt cup. That's what I use, and just don't let him ask you about it, you'll be good. Just tell them you want to go to the store, but also. Think the best thing is just explaining your reasons to your mom. Also, I just wanna say you can't. Uh I know how you said your mom said that she couldn't get it out. That's probably because one, just like myth busting over here. It's not you can't, it can't get lost. There's like a beginning and end to your vagina. It can't get lost. It's not like this trench in the ocean okay where you're not gonna find it you can find it it won't get lost and if it gets stuck you're probably panicking and it's very easy to get out It's not like a big deal so explain to her how her one bad experience doesn't mean that you're gonna have a bad experience and even if you do um it's your experience and no one has the same experiences and just because it happens to her didn't doesn't mean it's gonna happen to you. And she shouldn't let that affect you because who knows? It honestly sounds better for your lifestyle. So I would say just overall try to explain your reasons to her for why you want it and also reasons for why it's better in general, about bring up money, sustainability, accessibility. I don't know, like not having to like embarrassment reasons, I guess, if you had to instead of carrying pads. Tampons at school or changing them at school, you could just wear a cup all day and you wouldn't even have to change it really. And just all the good things. And if you want to learn more about cups, then definitely listen to my period episode from pff, so long ago. It's like fall, last fall. I talk all about menstrual cups. So if you're someone who's interested in that, I also recently did a period horror story. Episode where people shared a bunch of stories. It was one of the story time episodes. That one's super fun if you're just interested in that stuff. And also, for anyone interested in period things, I suggest checking out Put a Cup in It. They have a cup quiz to find which one you want. I'll make sure to link it in the description/slash show notes, all the things. And then also, my personal favorite cup is salt. The salt cup and they do have a teen cup so that might be the best option but again they also have a quiz you can take and i'll also link that down below but yeah so good question i hope it turns out okay i'm sure your mom will let you get it just explain your reasons and it'll all be good what is the best way to deal with my period when i'm working out great question so i am personally not a big workout gal. (laughs) I feel like this is a running joke on my podcast, but I don't work out often. When I mean often, I mean maybe every few months, which is probably really bad for my health. But when I was working out a bunch, because I played volleyball freshman and sophomore year, we had these summer workouts, which were horrible, but made my butt look really good. The thing I recommend, try a cup. Um those are good for exercise because they're not gonna get in the way in the way. And I especially think you don't want to exercise with a pad because if you're sweating, it's just a lot of uncomfortable stuff going on down there. And not a good vibe, not a good time. So try a cup or at least tampon. I know they have sports tampons. I don't know how those differ, but you could try those. Bring extra supplies if you're using pads or tampons in your workout bag. Probably don't wear white shorts just to be safe. I actually did. I wore a white dress on my period and it felt like such a savage mode. And I felt really cool, actually, if I'm being honest. But that's like a power move and I knew nothing bad was going to happen. So if you're not as comfortable, maybe wear darker colored shorts, maybe bring an extra pair of underwear with you. Um, But I highly suggest a cup, tampons, not a pad. That's the one thing. Or even like period underwear would probably be better than a pad. I feel like pads are just the worst option if you're working out but I don't know. I personally just, I don't know what I have against them. I just, I can't. They kind of gross me out. If you, if you like them, if they work for you, that's great. I don't like them. They don't work for me and that's okay. I've been scared to tell my mom that I need to go to the doctors for a yeast infection. What should I do? Um, girl, go to the doctor. So, (laughs) go to the doctor. It's not that big of a deal. And your parents are going to care more about your health than why you have a yeast infection or that, oh my God, there's something wrong with you in a space no one talks about because it's too taboo, whatever. Your parents want to make sure you are healthy and not in pain. So go to the doctor, tell your mom. It might be awkward for a little bit, but that's better than suffering and having to deal with that. So please go to the doctor. Just deal with the embarrassment. It's your parent. It's your mom. She doesn't care. I'm sure she's had a yeast infection or knows someone who has had one. So talk to your mom. I promise you it's not that big of a deal. And she won't care that much. Moving away from periods, I feel like, I don't know, I love talking about periods. I might even do an episode in the future because there's this person. That I really want to interview and she's like this period advocate speaker and I think that would just be really cool. But also social anxiety, so we'll see. Um, but I love talking about periods. I think it needs to be talked about more. It's fun, it's a fun um uh, combo. So moving on to friends. I know we all have friend issues. I personally have quite a few friend issues. I don't know I'm not like good with friends which sounds bad because I'm giving advice but it's more like I give good advice I just don't take my advice you know I'm one of those people I know it's super annoying for everyone involved me included but okay how do I make new friends at school so this means like if you're still at the same school how can you make new friends I think The best thing to do is just to start talking to people in your classes. Just start trying to reach out to people you might not necessarily be friends with already. But the more people you talk to, the more likely you're going to find someone who you vibe with. Just because, I guess, in probability, you know, talking to more people, there at least has to be someone that you can be friends with. But even then, You don't need to have, like, your best friends at school. You can have friends from other activities that you do, from the pool, from vacation spots, whatever. These friends, your friends don't all have to be at school, but it's nice to have a few people that you can just chat with. So, try talking to people in your classes, at lunch. Just talking to new people, I feel like, is the main thing. I don't think there's, like, a trick to it it's more just kind of putting yourself out there which can be scary and some people might be like oh my gosh what is what is she doing she's talking to so and so why isn't she sitting with us but honestly who cares you're never going to see these people after four years and also if they care that much then they suck and you shouldn't even worry about their own opinion how do i break up with a friend i've already tried but she won't stop annoying me Friend breakups can be rough, difficult. All the above, honestly, I mean I've only have one have had one actual friend breakup, but of course I've fallen out fallen out of friendships with multiple people. But I had one like official, I guess, friend breakup, which really sucked and was probably worse than the actual breakup I had, which was also bad, but Friend breakups, I would say, it's just worse. It's just kind of hard to deal with. Um, I think the best thing to do is to sit down with per- this person or FaceTime them. Probably in person is better, but just sit down with them and say, like, hey, Carmen, I know we've been friends for... A few years now, or however long, but I really don't think it's working out. I think we're kind of toxic. I want to start hanging out with other people, and I just want to know that, like, I really loved being friends with you, but it's not really working out anymore. It's pretty much like a breakup, which also, like, how do you do a breakup? Well, you know, it's always just gonna kind of suck, I think. And There's no way around it. There's also, you could, if you're not a confrontational type of person, just start hanging out with other people. Don't ghost this person, but try to spend your time with other friends who you'd rather be with. But if this person really won't leave you alone, then straight up tell them, like, hey, we can't be friends anymore. And you might think, that makes me sound like a bitch, but it's setting the line. And if you're creating a boundary, then this person will know. What's okay and what's not okay? Because if you don't, then they're going to keep thinking, oh, I'm still friends with Carmen. Yeah, I can ask her to hang out, even though this person might be super toxic and might bring you down and make you feel bad about yourself. So set boundaries or just hang out with other people. TBH. But yeah. Also, I don't know if I've done this on the podcast, but I've been kind of abbreviating words when I talk, which makes me sound really stupid but i keep saying like lol just saying lol or it's another one brb i just said one. Oh tbh oh af i say af all the time and it's funny because it, i'm not trying to be ironic i mean at first i was trying to be ro- ironic i was like oh my gosh this outfit is cute af but, no, I'm really tr- not trying to be ironic anymore. It's kind of addicting to say AF. I don't know. It's probably a bad habit. But if you're wondering why I am doing that, I don't know either. How can I deal with fake friends? Uh, drop them. Period. If someone is a fake friend, you don't need to waste your time with them, Okay. Obviously, they don't really care about you if they're being fake, if they're not being real. So, I don't know why you need to spend your time caring about them. I mean, of course, you can be kind, you can be courteous, but you don't need to be best friends with someone. If someone's being fake to you, just, again, hang out with other people. It's kind of like a friend breakup. If you have a fake friend, don't hang out with them. If you're like, but I have no one else to hang out with, talk to other people. Or spend some time by yourself. It's okay. It's not like a bad thing to be alone. Personally, I prefer being alone, and that might be one of my greatest strengths while also being one of my greatest flaws, I would say. Again, I don't know. I'm just speculating here, but you don't deserve to have a fake friend. You don't deserve these people. You deserve good friends. So don't waste your time. With these fake people. Okay, okay. How can I stop a bully? That's a really good question. I feel like there are a lot of different tactics you can go about. There's a more aggressive way and a more passive method. I would say an aggressive way, not like you're beating this person up, but actively going against them and speaking out. You really need to be able to stand up for yourself, and if someone says something rude, Or mean, like I'll make something up. Oh my gosh, Carmen, you look so ugly today. This is when you're gonna be like, actually, I don't, but I really love your outfit. It's super cute. Where'd you get your skirt? Okay, first of all, part one, stand up for yourself. Part two, compliment something about them. This is gonna make them feel really guilty and feel really bad about themselves. What you do when someone's like being mean, bullying you, kill them with kindness, okay? There's, like, a song by Selena Gomez about that. It's, like, on quotes. It's embroidered in pillows, okay? It's, like, a white mom quote, kill them with kindness, okay? You're gonna do that. Remember that. And the more passive way, people are just trying to get a reaction out of you, okay? Ignore them. But be willing to stand up for yourself. And if you see someone else getting bullied, because I know this actually happened to me. This is a true story. I'm not making this up. I was absolutely shocked. So, I was sitting at school with a group of girls. We were all doing homework, and this one senior girl walks in and she starts talking to everyone. None of us are really friends with her, so we're all wondering why she's in there spilling all her friends' secrets, stuff like that. And one of my friends is talking about her brother's girlfriend who happened to have. The same hair color look like one of my other friends and they were like oh my brother's girlfriend is super pretty she looks like you and she's saying this to my other friend and the senior girl goes what she's so ugly yeah someone said that to her face and I looked at her and I said what are you talking about she's literally so pretty she's the cutest person ever and she was like Ugh, whatever so stuff like that Stand up for your friends. Be willing to stand up for yourself. Okay. Usually someone who bullies someone else is insecure about themselves. Truly focus on yourself and don't let what this other person think think of you like affect you because obviously they don't have very good judgment. And I'm thinking in the future about doing an episode about bullying, just because I think it's a really good topic to discuss. And I know people talk about it a lot, especially when school's coming up. I think it's a good idea to just have a little chat about it. Moving away from friends, we're gonna shift to dating crushes, boys. And again, I would like to point this out that when I'm speaking about boys, I'm speaking from what I have experienced. I'm not just saying like, oh, everyone's straight, because obviously not, but. Just letting you know, this can apply to girls. I just personally don't have that experience, so I feel like I'm not qualified to give advice about something that I know nothing about, and I feel like that would be ignorant of me to be talking about something when I have had no experience, nor have done any research or consulted anybody specifically on how that works, I guess. I think that if you have a crush on your friend, it's kind of a tricky situation because in some cases, I would say yes, tell them, but in others, no. And first of all, you got to take into consideration, does this person have a girlfriend or boyfriend? Is this person emotionally available? How long have we been friends? Are we childhood friends or did we just meet this year? Of your childhood friends, that might be a little weird. If you just met this year, sure, whatever. And I think it really depends on your specific situation, but take all the things into consideration. Maybe think about how strong is your friendship actually, because if you have a friend and you tell them, like, hey, I like you, and they don't like you back, that could be a little awkward and that could end your friendship, or it could just be something that you laugh about like, months later, there's really a difference. It just kind of depends on your friend dynamic, so I don't know if I can give a straight answer, which I know is annoying, but, again, it it depends. I I don't know, guys. (laughs) I truly don't know, and whatever you think is best, whatever you have a gut feeling, whatever you feel like you should do, and even if that ends up being the wrong thing, you're going to learn from that and you're going to learn what not to do in the future and maybe things that you don't like and all this stuff. So go with your gut feeling. It might not always be right, but at least it'll teach you something. And learning is always good. How can I tell a guy that I'm not interested in him in a respectful way? Wow. I feel like this is also can be another sort of awkward thing especially if this person really likes you then it's like someone who's like oh my god i love you so much and you're like bruh wtf you know i just think that can be awkward but i think the best thing to do if someone is saying that they're in love with you or that they like you set it straight okay see if they actually do like you because sometimes people say it and you're like, no, you don't, dude. Literally said, that, say that. I have said that before. Someone told me they had a crush on me. I said, no, you don't. And they said, yeah, I don't. And I said, okay, good talk. Um, Stuff like that. Just tell them straight up. Be like, hey, I know you like me, but I don't really feel the same way. But I really love you as a friend. Stuff like that. And I know people are going to like cringe when they hear that. Or you say, yeah, you're kind of just like a brother to me. Boys are like, oh, ooh, no, 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 no. That's like, Uh, bad but honestly that's kind of awkward and no one wants to hear that but it's better than just going along with it or even dating this person when you don't like them and there's nothing really going on and neither of you are gaining anything from the situation so I feel like just straight up tell them and I think that is more respectful because you're taking their feelings into consideration and not trying to drag them along and boys hate being dragged along, everyone okay, everybody hates being dragged along. No one wants to deal with that. I mean, I'd rather know someone's intentions the first at first rather than having to figure out months later after dating this person that they don't actually like me and they just felt bad for me. What can I do to make my first day of high school easier? I think the best thing that you can do. Is just go into it with an open mind. Be willing to make new friends because usually your middle school friends aren't going to be your high school friends, and that's okay. Talk to multiple people. Ask for help in the hallway, guys. No one knows where they're going, and the upperclassmen will help you. They don't care. And no, they will not remember you, okay? They will not remember your name, they will not remember speaking to you so don't worry about being embarrassed. But I'm also going to do an episode all about this. A lot of these questions I'm going to do future episodes about. That's why I guess I'm kind of being vague, but I'll do an episode more about this kind of before the school year, probably sometime in August maybe, and we'll just chat more all about that. But the best thing you can do, have an open mind, be willing to meet new people, and put yourself out there, and you'll be good to go. I'm going into eighth grade next year. Do you have any advice to make it better? Hmm, I feel like eighth grade is kind of a year when you're really sick of all your friends. You're kind of done with everything. Just think about eighth grade. It's like kind of a transition year because the summer going into freshman year, you're a little anxious. But I guess if you're going into eighth grade, it's like seventh grade, but you're older. Honestly I'm trying to remember my eighth grade, which I don't, but just try to get through it. You're gonna have some form of like quote unquote senioritis, you know how high school seniors or college seniors have at the end of the year, but just keep it keep it up. Try to be nice (laughs) to people, be respectful to teachers and be kind to everybody. And you'll be fine. I really want to take a break from social media, but I have a lot of FOMO. Any tips? You know, I've actually have dealt with this firsthand. I think I talked about it in an episode of mine. It was, what was it called? I hate social media, but I still use it. I think, yeah. And I talked about like Snapchat, all of that stuff. But I think the best thing to do is to slowly kind of weighing yourself off of it it's kind of like drugs i don't sorry i'm making so many references to drugs in this episode but this is the only comparison i can think of if someone is addicted to nicotine you can't just go cold turkey and not just like immediately stop vaping or stop smoking like cigarettes you know You have to kind of like slowly get off of it, slowly reduce your nicotine intake. So it's kind of like that. Just slowly stop or slowly use it less. And I promise you, you're not going to miss out on anything. And if anything is actually that important, your friends will tell you or you'll hear about it at school or you'll see it on the news, okay? And nothing is that important. You don't need to see what everyone's doing all the time you don't need to see these people's private stories if anything it's probably making you feel worse about yourself because you see all these people hanging out and you're like i'm not hanging out with anyone and then it just kind of deteriorates your mental health so that's why i just think the big thing just slowly get yourself off of it and i promise you're not missing out and if you're wondering what fomo stands for it is fear of missing out I actually did in eighth grade capstone project about FOMO it was really good not gonna lie you're not gonna miss out on anything I promise and if you really think you are ask your friend to keep you updated I'm sure they will be happy to do that and don't forget to leave a review subscribe follow do all the things and thank you all so much for listening and I hope this was helpful Because, I don't know, I really like giving advice. I like doing these question episodes. It reminds me of my other sort of advice episode, GCAF Girl Talk, from a month or two ago, a few months ago, which y'all seem to really love that. So I think we'll probably keep up with this, but let me know. Please DM me and yeah, I'll probably post something on my story, doing a poll, something like that. Make sure you check out all the links in the description of this episode to find my newsletter, email, all the fun things. And also make sure to attach the put a cup in it cup quiz and the salt cup in case y'all want to check it out. And make sure to follow me at the girly girl podcast on Instagram and TikTok if you aren't already. And thank you all so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye.